Welcome to the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast with me, Jonah. I'm a kid who loves sports. I can talk about sports every day, all day. Think you can handle that? Then stick around for today's show. This week, stick by your picks for the first two weeks of the NFL. But first, let's get into some news. In a shocking turn of events, Serena Williams loses the third round of the U.S. Open. This was the last U.S. Open for her, and she got a standing ovation as she left the stadium. It was so sad to see a legend finally retire. In better news, Roy McIlroy wins the FedEx Cup. He beat out Scotty Scheffler on Sunday. It was close. Scheffler had a big lead going into Sunday. And Roy McIlroy, on the last five holes, beat out Scotty Scheffler. It was an incredible comeback. It was so cool to see Roy back on track. In the NFL, Geno Smith is the starting QB for the Seattle Seahawks. Drew Locke is out of the starting position. The one, the only, Geno Smith is starting again. Another quarterback who got a starting position was Baker Mayfield, the former Browns quarterback. The Carolina Panthers select him to start over Sam Donald. Sam Donald saw ghosts on the field. No wonder they would choose Baker Mayfield over a ghost-seeing quarterback. Strange news alert. Two tourists in Venice, Italy, infuriated the city's mayor by riding motorized surfboards through the famed Grand Canal. The mayor called them imbeciles, who were making a mockery of Venice, asking everyone in the city to help find the surfers. As an extra motivation, he offered a free dinner for everyone who could identify the two and bring them to justice. I think the mayor wants his dish served cold. Well, that does it, folks, for the news. Now it's time for Unscripted. Gabriel and I will dish in fuego hot takes left and right. Our first topic is... The College Football Playoff Committee announced that it will be moving to a 12-team playoff by 2026. What's your reaction? I think this is going to be great for the sport. Now, non-Power 5 teams have a chance of making the playoffs for the first time in a long time. I agree with you. This is great great for the sport as it's expanding the playoff system. You do not have the same four teams making the playoffs. And it also helps the non-Power 5 conference teams, such as Cincinnati or Coastal Carolina, who still have a chance to actually make the playoffs. And our next topic is... Shohei Otani leads his team in both innings pitched and plate appearances this year. He is the first player to do so since Jim Devlin in 1876 in the Louisville Grays. In addition, he is the first player ever to record 30 home runs and 10 wins in the same season. Should Otani win the MVP just by being so amazing. I don't think Shohei Otani should win the MVP, but I think in the near future, they should implement a award for two-way players, such as Shohei Otani, named the Babe Ruth Award, 
who was probably the first great two-way player. I think this will also encourage other players to want to play two ways, and it will improve the sport. I think he should win MVP because it's so high Otani. He's one of the best batters and pitchers of today's game. I believe he is one of the greatest already. Well, but do you think, though, they should add a award for two-way players? Yes, I think they should add an award, but not call it Babe Ruth, because later we'll talk about the overrated players. And our next topic is... Serena Williams retired from tennis with much fanfare and conversation about her being the GOAT. Is it fair to compare athletes across sports? I think this is totally unfair. You should not compare players from two different sports, such as you should not be comparing Michael Jordan to Michael Phelps to Serena Williams, as all three of these players were probably some of the greatest players ever in the sport. They are doing completely different things. Michael Jordan has a team. Michael Phelps is just racing basically against himself. And Serena Williams is playing one-on-one -on -one against another person. This is why you should not be comparing players from other sports. I agree with you, but I'm going to go a different way. Tom Brady plays a very contact sport, but Tiger Woods plays golf, a not contact sport. These are two different players in two different sports. You do not compare Tom Brady to Tiger Woods or Serena Williams to Tiger Woods. They're all different sports, and they're all made to play different sports. And our last topic of the day is... Is it a better feeling when your team wins the championship or if your most hated rival gets crushed? I think it's better. It's a better feeling to have your rival get crushed. It's so I bad. have to disagree with you. I'm not even going to let you finish this take because it's so bad. You always want to see your team win, win, win. I'm a Texas fan. I could care less if A&M wins all the games. All I care about is if Texas wins the national championship. That is all I could care about. I could give nothing. I don't even care what the Aggies are doing. They could be winning the SEC. All I care about is if Texas wins the national championship. Well, because your rivals are in different conferences. As the Georgia Bulldogs fan, the defending national champions, I would love to see Florida get crushed every Saturday. I would pay to see that. That's how much joy I would get. I love seeing the Gators lose and lose and lose. Well, but what? But so you would rather see the Gators lose all of their games and Georgia not be good at all? Is that what you're telling me? Georgia would still be good. Does not they will win a bowl game? It does not say they'll win a bowl. They won't win a bowl game. Yeah, but what? So you would rather have. Georgia not win the NCAA championship. You'd rather have Florida go 0-16 than having Georgia win a national championship. Yes. Well, that does it, folks, to unscripted segment. Next up, Dick by your picks. For those new to the show, Gabriel and I dissect the NFL schedule one week at a time. These are ironclad picks. We will not change our minds or our picks, no matter what happens between now and the game. 
our lawyers have asked us to let you know you should not buy your house on our picks. Let's get into it! Announcer, what is the first game? The defending champion, Los Angeles Rams, are two and a half point underdogs to the visiting Buffalo Bills? I think the Rams are going to win this one. Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford are going to be back at it again. They're going to be in sync, and they're not going to be stopped. I've got to disagree with you on this one. Even though both teams are Super Bowl contenders, I would not be surprised to see the San Francisco matchup. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win the opener. The Bills just made better offseason moves with getting Von Miller and increasing the running back depth with drafting James Cook. While the Rams did get Bobby Wagner, but they lost Robert Woods and OBJ. Announcer, what is the next game? The Dolphins are three and a half point favorites as they play host to Belichick, Mac Jones, and the New England Patriots. Even though the Dolphins went out and got Tyree Kill, they still have Tua at quarterback. And with the revamped Patriots O-line, I think Mac and Cheese is going to win this one. I agree with you on this one. Even though the Patriots had a rocky preseason, Mac Jones is going to beat the Dolphins at the Dolphins Stadium. This will not be close. Tua, as the Dolphins quarterback, is going to be ugly. Mac and Cheese is going to beat them. Announcer, what is the next game? Baker Mayfield and his new team, the Carolina Panthers, play host to his old team, the Cleveland Browns, with the Panthers a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. This week is filled with some of the biggest player comebacks, such as Von Miller against the Rams, Russell Wilson against the Seahawks, and Baker Mayfield against the Cleveland Browns, who has so much to play for. Him getting replaced by Josh Rosen and a sex offender has given him a chip on the shoulder, and he will dominate the Browns. Even though they have Miles Garrett and Denzel Wood, he will crush them with Robbie Anderson. I agree with you. The Browns are going down the toilet. Baker will get his revenge. With DJ Moore as his starting receiver, he will have at least someone to throw to. What is the next game? America's team. Jerry Jones' own Dallas Cowboys play host to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady and his boys are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I hate both of these teams. One, the Cowboys should not be America's team, and the Bucs are too full of themselves. Brady went on an 11-day vacation. Well, I still got to go with the Cowboys because who likes to root for the Bucs? I agree with you. Both of these teams are very overrated, but I disagree with you on who's going to win. I think Tom Brady... Even though he has been gone from the team for 11 days, I think he is going to win this game. He will beat the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, who does not have a good wide receiver. 
and announce it. What is the last game of week one? Mr. Unlimited. Russell Wilson takes his new team, the Denver Broncos, back to visit his old team, the Seattle Seahawks, and they are six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Geno Smith will come out blazing. Yes, the one, the only, Geno Smith. I am going to back him. He will beat the Broncos. Russell Wilson will lose his revenge game. I've got to disagree with you here. This is the biggest matchup this week, and let's ride Broncos country because Mr. Unlimited Russell Wilson is going into the rainy city and will be raining TDs against his old team, while Geno Smith cannot do anything against the Broncos' amazing defense and Justin Stimberg. Well, that was week one. Now it's time for week two. Announcer, what is the first game of week two? It's an AFC West barn burner. As the Chargers visit the Chiefs, Chiefs are favored by two and a half points. Chargers and Justin Herbert will dominate the Chiefs' defense. They are nothing with Tyree Kill. Patrick Mahomes will be terrible. He's going to try to do everything he can. Side on those. Side on those on the ground. Well, it's going to be too much because he he's going to make too many mistakes. I agree with you. This, the Chargers team has, upgrade, has upgraded the defense with getting cornerback J.C. Jackson, and they will dominate this Chiefs offense who gave away the best weapon, Tyree Kill, and only got and only tried to replace it with NFVS Schuster. Announcer, what is the next game? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Play the New England Patriots for the first time post-Ben Roethlisberger, and the Steelers are one-and-a-half-point dogs at home. I believe Matt Jones and the Patriots will destroy the Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt. Well, thank you, Gabe, for siding for the Patriots for the second time. Matt Jones! And Devontae Parker, the new stud receiver, will crush the Steelers' defense. This will be an ugly game. They have nothing. They have Mitchell Trubisky starting and Tiny Hands McGee over there as the backup quarterback. Two draft picks who deserve to be in the third round, not the first round. And will probably go nowhere as both of them are bars. Announcer, what is the next game? The Denver Broncos play host to the Texans. But is it really much of a game when the Broncos are favored by 10 and a half points? Mr. Unlimited is back again with the best free safety in Justin Simmons and an elite defensive line. There is no stopping them. Even though Davis Mills have Brandon Cooks, the Texans will be no match to the Broncos. They won't even be able to stop their explosive running back, Javante. You are wrong! Davis Mills had one of the best rookie seasons, but was overlooked because of the Texans. He will come out heaving bombs, and the Broncos have nothing to stop it. That was a terrible contract from the Broncos giving to Russell Wilson. He will be a bust! Bust! 
He will not do well. You are crazy. You thinking that the Houston Texans, who have literally nobody you can name besides Brandon Cooks, is going to beat the Denver Broncos in Mile High. I got one name for you. Derek Stingley Jr., the third pick of the NFL Draft. He will be there and pick off Russell Wilson. Announcer, what is the next game? An NFC North brawl as the Bears visit the Packers at the not-yet-frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. The Bears enter as nine-and-a-half-point underdogs. Justin Fields will showcase his talents and show that the Packers will not win the division so easily. He will show that he doesn't need Matt Nagy. He can win on his own. I don't know what has gone wrong with you, but you are crazy. Picking the Texans over the Broncos and now the Bears over the Packers in Lambeau Field? You are crazy. There is no one who is going to stop that two-time MVP Aaron Rodgers. Even if he does not have Devontae Adams, he still will dominate everybody and there will be no stopping him. I'm not crazy. I'm just a believer in Justin Fields. He will lock everyone's socks off like he did at Ohio State. Announcer, what is the next game? The Buffalo Bills host the Tennessee Titans. Bills are seven and a half point favorites. The King will reign supreme. Derrick Henry will shock the world, like I've said on this podcast. Texans will win. Bears will win. Well, now it's the Titans being the Bills. Let's go. I gotta disagree with you. Even though the Titans have Derrick Henry at running back, they gave away A.J. Brown, and they still have Ryan Tannehill taking a staff for them. And that means you cannot win. And with the Buffalo Bills bulking up the running back core and Josh Allen coming off an MVP-worthy season, there is no stopping them. Announcer, what is the last, last, last game? The Eagles host the Vikings on Monday night. Philadelphia are two-point favorites at home. Jalen Hurt and his new teammate, A.J. Brown, will break down the Vikings' defense en route to have a dominating win in primetime. As Kurt Cousins is terrible in primetime, and there is no way he's going to be doing anything against Jordan Davis and Fletcher Fox. Speaking of Jordan Davis, he will demolish Kirk Cousins. He is the beast from the East, from the University of Georgia. He is the big man, six foot six. That's what we're talking about. They, the Vikings will have no chance with this huge defensive end standing in their way. Well, that does it, folks, for Stick by Your Picks. After this episode, we will be posting our picks on our Instagram at Little Man Big Mouth Show. Now, what would sports talk be without lists? Bupkis, so here is my list of the day. But before we get into it, we'll be talking about overrated players in baseball, and I will be using the term war. War means wins above replacement. It's a statistic used to compare baseball players. The higher you war, the more wins you help get for your team. 
Now here's my top five overrated baseball players. Number five, Bryce Harper. Even though he has an MVP and rookie of the year, he has never led his team past the divisional championship and he keeps getting injured. Number four, Pete Rose. People talk about him like he's a legend, but he but even though he got hit, he was not a phenomenal player. He even has a war lower than Mike Trout. Number three, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter's war is 71.3, and he never won MVP. He is overrated. Number two, Mike Trout. People think he's amazing. Well, let's see him lead his team to a championship on a healthy season. And my number one most overrated baseball player has to go to the, no the one, the only, Babe Ruth. During his time, he hit off of 90 miles per hour fastballs. In this day of age, that's nothing. Pitchers are throwing 101, 100. He would never make it out in today's game. Well, that does it, folks, for the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast. Check out our next episode when it drops. Until then, see ya! Follow the show on Insta at Little Man Big Mouth Show and subscribe to future episodes on your favorite podcast providers. The Little Man Big Mouth Podcast is an exclusive creation of Hefeweizen Podcast Productions.